This episode is brought to you by FX's The Veil, starring Elizabeth Moss. FX's The Veil is an international spy thriller that follows two women as they play a deadly game of truth and lies on the road from Istanbul to Paris and London. One woman has a secret, and the other has a mission to reveal it before thousands of lives are lost. FX's The Veil, now streaming, only on Hulu. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot... Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. Welcome back, everyone, to Talking It Out with Bachelor Nation. Today on the pod, we have one of Bachelor Nation's favorites. Greg Grippo is here to find out. Let's find out what he's up to, Mike. But at the same time, yeah. I want to get his thoughts on this finale. We have to get his thoughts on the finale. We got to get his thoughts on... Uh, I personally want to get his thoughts on the 12 Days of Messi. want to get his thoughts on... Uh, just what he's been doing with his life. You know, how's he moving on from his life? Because he is a fan favorite, but also some people have some things to say about him as well. And so just want to hear from the man himself. That's what we love doing on Talking It Out. Most definitely. So, you know, how we first got to do it, though, we got to get into our hot takes. So, yes. Mike, I'm going to pass it along to you to take it away. Okay, so <laughs> from this week, what we just saw was <laughs> wild, right? Clayton, Klaynos, uh, what was another one? One of the ladies that called him like Clayto. Clayto. Yeah, Clayto. I love you, homie. Uh, you know, we, we hit each other up, but I'm about to get into it, bro. I'm about to get into it. And so the way that this entirety went down, right? I know, I feel in my heart that Clayton is a wonderfully made human being. But my question and my hot take is, as the lead, male or woman, as the lead of the show, male or female as the lead, how selfish can one be? Right. Because I and I asked that question to you, Brian, because Gabby asked a beautiful question to me or not to me personally, but I thought it was a beautiful question when she told Clayton, what if you were in my shoes? When Clayton was like, I want to see who I love the most. Yikes. Yeah, that was. Like, I didn't think the train wreck could get any worse, but it's like every scene just compounded the situation it was it was really bad man to answer your question i think that the lead i think there has to be a, a perfect balance which is tough again we're not in that situation and correct clayton's mentioned that multiple times right correct. but there has to be a mix of yes you are there to find your person so yes correct. there is an element of selfishness that has mm -hmm. to take place mm -hmm. but i think he on I think he made mistakes plenty of mistakes along the way in not empathizing and sympathizing with the other women you yes. know what I'm saying like no for sure they even Gabby even mentioned it you you mentioned Gabby Gabby mentions like you don't have the decency to like take me to the side and talk to him about myself like you literally just show up hey ladies this is what I gotta say this is my truth and like you gotta accept it it, it is what it is I'm in love with Susie and my, the, my heart isn't in this room and it's like That's you have individual so relationships with these women. Like you literally told them you're in love with them. Like at yeah. least take Gabby to the side, talk to her. You know what I'm saying? Like apologize. Obviously, at the end of the day, there's nothing you could say at that point because you're breaking her heart and you're doing the same with Rachel. But I just think he could have used better tact in certain situations and just empathize a little bit more about what they were feeling. Like you mentioned, you know, like put yourself in their shoes. Like you want to go out with them as a gentleman and, you know, you want them to respect you and you want to have respect for them. And I just I just think he went about it the wrong way. And I'm sure Clayton will tell you it's like I, I messed up. I'm you sure know, I'm an Clayton idiot. I, messed I, up. I, I, did, I didn't do things correctly. And I'm sure yeah. he's looking like looking back. He's going to say like, wow, there's so many better ways I could have handled Correct. that. Correct. And, and knowing Clayton, that's what the, the beautiful thing about him is. He can easily say when he did great. He can easily say when he messed up and, and will be better. Right. And so I love that about yeah. Clayton. Uh, do you think 
that there's a double standard when it comes to the guys and girls as the lead when it comes to like the final uh, the fantasy suites. In what way? Uh, like when it comes to if you decide to sleep with someone. I mean, I because I remember. Let me ask you when, this: Do you think? Okay. Do you think Clayton? Like, I feel like Susie dropped a bomb on him with that question. Like, I feel like he was trying to just get through all three without anybody asking any questions and then him making his own decision. I mean, and yeah, then, in a perfect world, that would have been amazing. And, and then at the end of at the last minute, she's like, wait a minute. Did you say I love you to anybody or did you sleep with anybody? And I mean, you saw his face completely change. Yeah. I right? do want to commend him for being honest, not withholding uh, with that on that same thread of music. Right. Uh his lack of ability to hold space for Gabby and for Rachel, uh, who are, they were sharing their feelings and opinions and, you know, how he responded to them was extremely hard to watch. Uh, yeah. Extremely hard to watch. I was like, I was like, homie, you know, we got to do better right there. But I do commend him for going through it, right? Because that's a hard thing to have to do to say, hey, I know what I'm about to say is going to hurt. Now, when I'm not talking about is when he came back after he knew for certain that he wanted Susie and he had to come back again. I was like, oh, my God, bro. Oh, my yeah. God. Don't do it. Don't do <laughs> That's it. what like, I'm saying. The train wreck. Just yeah, compounded. I was like, oh, my God. No, you did not. So at that point, it was just if that was my sister, if Rachel or Gabby was my sister, but, it, would, it would be different. But wait, there's there's definite points brought up by people out there that when he was on the date with Susie in Fantasy Suites, he did mention that he loved her the most. I mean, that literally came out of his mouth. So then she leaves. They have this big blowout fight. He comes back. He has these two women left. Like, do you think he kept them around to save face? Because they, those were the only two around. It's like, then he introduces them to the parents, like has them come back, convinces Gabby to stay, goes through this whole thing, introducing them to the parents, you know, gets them invested again. And then still makes a decision like I, I like this is it. Like I now realize that I love Susie. And that's why I've never believed that you could be in love with three women. Like I never bought that from him. You know what the, I'm saying? Like at the end of the day, what did he come to realize? I can't live without Susie. And that's correct, how I think it correct. should play out. It's like, which one of these women can you not see your life with life without? There's only I mean, one. Do you there's feel only that one? There's, there's correct. There is only one in um We'll see what uh, continues to unfold, right? But I think that he has found his person, and so I'm happy for the both of them. Do you think that for Clayton, he's just too nice and doesn't know how to say no and does not like hurt, let someone down until like the last moment to where he just has to, you know? Because that sometimes I found that to be true in some people, like in prior outside of the show, just in life, right? They just are really kind-hearted people and don't want to hurt someone's feelings and then it goes to a point to where it's a point of no return and now it makes it worse yeah it makes it worse you know what i mean have you met those type of individuals like they're really nice they're really great people they have the the right their mind is in the right spot their heart is in the right place but it was almost like clayton filled rachel and gabby with adrenaline after they were already dead hit them with this <laughs> adrenaline and then got them again and that's just hard yeah but i don't like, think he, i don't think it was a malintent it was just I don't think he know how to. He didn't know how to say no. He didn't know how to say hey. So I don't know. It's hard. It I know hard. he's not a bad person, but no, Lord have I, mercy, listen, he bad. Listen, we've <laughs> interviewed Clayton. I think he's a very sweet guy. He's a yeah. I think he has a good heart. He just may have been way over his head in this one. You know what I'm saying? Like Wait, what juggling, does that say? Juggling, <laughs> juggling 31 women or 31 men or whatever the case may be is not easy. Like this isn't real life. You know what yes. I'm saying? So it's yes. like. Jesse said is like, there are no rules. Like, this is your journey and this and that. So I just think there were times where he was just a little bit too honest, man. You cannot, like, if this is a teaching moment for anybody that's ever the lead moving forward, do not tell any any three or two people that you are in love with them. Like, you got to hold, like, you got to realize the magnitude of those words. Okay, thank like, you. I'm about to say, I, ooh, I was about to, Brian almost came. No, no, like you have like to a thunderstorm realize, at you for a second. You have to realize the magnitude of what those words mean. Like, yes. think about how much these people are investing in you and how much time you spend together, quality time, because at the end of the day, you know, like you spent quality time with this person. You got to know them a little bit. And I'm about to say, don't put a number of hours on it. What's that? 
I was going to say, don't put a number of hours on it because Katie just did. Yeah, I mean, it's again, it's hours, but at the same time, I always like <laughs> to say, like, obviously more on paradise, but yeah, it's like your relationship is fast forwarded, right? You talk it about is. things that you maybe not get into until a couple months down the line in the real world, and right, you got distractions, yes, but like you're getting true. down to the nitty gritty, you're Facts. getting to know the person on a deeper level. Um, so I just think that he was a little too forthright. He was a little too, um, you know, telling his truth and being vulnerable. It's like, yes, you could be vulnerable, but don't go to that extent because oh, that's now that's a great point, bro. There's people's hearts on the great. line. You know what I'm saying? I think that's where that balance comes in. It's like you got like you're you got to let these women down. I mean, you're you're gonna break hearts, right? You're gonna mm -hmm. only be with one person who's gonna be happy at the end of all this. And you just got to be empathetic towards those people that you're letting down, but at the same time, be selfish going back to your question, um, you know, and, and making the decision that's right for you. Because at the end of the day, this is a life, life altering decision. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the must not take yourself too seriously and six one since that matters. And what do I even say other than, hey, well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble with exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Yeah, well, like we've said a million times before, uh, people are going to have their say. We are a part of those people as well. And at the end of the day, if he's happy and he's still going strong with the person that he decides to pick, we're, we're going to be happy for him regardless, you know? Yeah. Uh, but you just made a great point in regards to vulnerability and knowing when and when not to speak upon that. Because the love word, he, he should not have told all three women, I'm in love with you. And yeah. then proceeded to, you know, have relations with them. I know he knows that now, so I'm not coming down on him. But yeah, going forward, he, why why can't people just hold that a little bit longer until you're absolute? Until because the question is, why couldn't you just say it when you were the mostest in love with one person? <laughs> the mostest using you know. I, listen, I I wanted Rachel to say it to me. Right? It's like I wanted that. I was like, yo, if I can get that. I know I'm good. You know what I'm saying? So, like, I would say it to her before, you know, she ever said it to me. I mean, she said, damn, but, like, in private. But but why is that? Why and I'm, why is that? Because I have something to in regards to that. Why, why did you want to hear that from Rachel? Because of my feelings. I don't believe you could be in love. I think Clayton loved Gabby. I think Clayton loved Rachel. He was in love with Susie. Okay, so yeah, Clearly. you could be so he in finally, love with one, he but love more than one. He finally figured that out. Yes. Okay. I so there was a moment in, in in Fantasy Suite where I was like, "Do you love me?" And she's like, "Yes." And I was like, "No." Are you she in love no. with me? <laughs> and she said, "I'm in love." So like that right there, I was like, "I'm the one." So what if she would have said she's not in love with you right now? Honestly, I, I would have been I would have been sweating a little bit more than more than I. But you still been in was, it. huh? Would you still have been in it though? I would like, have. Would your heart I would have asked more questions. That's for damn sure. Like that's fair. So what are you? Okay, so that's fine. Like I wouldn't have been like, how dare you not be in love with me? You know what I'm saying? Like there were still yeah. other people there. Okay, but fair. at the same time, I would have been like, okay, like where where's your heart at? Where's your mind at? What questions you have? Do you have any concerns? Uh, do you have any reservations about me? Like, what why, is it going to take? Why do two people, Brian, have to be in love at the same time? Why do they have to be? They that might not happen. Exactly. Like, there's that been times I've been in love before. I remember the so young you were in love and she wasn't. No, she was in love. I wasn't at that moment, and I didn't tell her for months later. And it okay. was because I'm not going to say I'm in love with you. 
until I know that you're the mostest. <laughs> I'm in love. But I imagine right? <laughs> there was was there follow up questions from her, like yes, which is why fair. That's why I asked you. Okay. Yes, and that's fair to me. I just I wanted to to clarify and to understand you because if Rachel didn't say I love you, or if Clayton as the lead, I'm sure he had conversations like that with Rachel and Gabby as well in the bedroom, right? And if he didn't say it back, then that's more questions that he's going to have to answer. And so yeah. I'm just trying to understand the psychology behind it because me, I've said it no. I don't love you right now. That doesn't mean that I don't like you. That doesn't mean I don't want to continue to get to know you. It just means that I take that extremely serious and I don't give a damn if you say it. What matters is that I feel it and know it in my heart before I say it. Yeah. No, of course. You don't want your partner to basically say it when they don't really mean it, right? I mean, that's. Yeah. And, and so that's why I was just asking about in regards to you and Rachel, because now that makes sense. Like if I was in that position, you know, with Hannah and I said that and I felt that. And she said, hey, I'm not in love with you right now. I can respect that. I would have also wanted to have clarifying questions as well, like you. And at, but, but at the same time, look at it from the other point of view. Like, imagine if I would have gotten the, yes, I'm in love with you. And then it's like, they're saying it to other people. It's like, no, that's, that's where crazy. Rachel and Gabby That's feel. crazy. And Susie. Yeah. Yeah. That's where it's like, bro, I would you just not tell me. Right. It's like, hold that in. Like, you should only be saying that to one person. Like, I'm in love with you. That's the person you can't live without. That's the only person you'd be saying, saying it to. Now, I wanted to bring this up to you because I've had it. I like I've experienced it in my life where why are why are some men and this happens to women, too? Like, why don't we realize what we have until it's gone? Right. It's like he had Rachel. He was with Gabby. He expressed his love. They were intimate. And then. The third third person comes up at Susie and they have a blow off fight and she leaves. And it's like, that's the one he wanted, like because she left. Like, do you think there's anything to that? And have you ever experienced that before? Yeah, I think it has to do with. Uh, like, is it like a challenge thing? Like it's self. I think it has to do with self-esteem. Uh, I think it has to do with one's. I hate using this word because it's, it, it's utilizing such a negative connotation, but I think it has to do with one's ego. You know, when someone leaves, it's like, whoa, hold up. I I, I, I kind of want you more now, right? It's like, oh, I, I'll get shitted on if I say that. Uh, <laughs> we'll have to edit that out. <laughs> it's like, no, I mean, I think it happens both ways, right? I mean, I know. I, was, I don't want to say that. <sighs> Dilo, vamos. <laughs> <laughs> no sé, no sé. Uh, pero, I'm not, I'm not starting to explain. Um, I think that. When someone plays a little hard to get, at times, the other person may like that, at times. And I feel it's because of, there's a, there's a mystique to it. And naturally, we like mystique. We want to know more. We want to unravel. We want to uncover what is that, what that is or what that could be, possibly. And so I think that is a bit of it. Um, I did feel that as well. Like You felt like, but I don't know, man. It's just hard. It's hard to be the lead. It just like really all is of a hard sudden to be the thing, it, Like, I don't know. It just All of a sudden, happened. when Susie left, now he knows that he wants Susie. Yeah, all of a sudden, hard. she's it's telling him, she asks him those questions, and it's going south as far as the conversation. They get in a blowout fight, and then it's like, wow, I just realized that she's the one I love the most. Or But it goes both ways as well, because Susie had time in Iceland to you know think her thoughts over also. And I think that's a big thing that we have to consider. When we necessarily lose somebody, we have time to to gather our thoughts, right? We have time to really think about, hey, is it Gabby that I really like? Is it Rachel that I really like? Or is it Susie that I really like? And for Susie, do I really want to end my relationship with the, my future husband, you know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, for this thing that he did. I guess. And so I think that we just get more time to think about things. Yeah, and I mean, playing Monday morning quarterback and you know, hindsight, whatnot, 2020, I, Honestly, I wish Gabby would have left that first time, <laughs> right? Like, just left. I mean, Grant, I know she said she Gabby had to was see so it through. awesome to me. I, she Yo, was so did, awesome. I mean, did Gabby solidify Bachelorette right there? Like, I thought, I the was like, was, wow, she is a hand clap Gabby co complete Bachelorette material. I mean, like, every, you know, comeback that she threw at Clayton. It was awesome. It was logical. I was like, you go. Yes. It, it was, was logical. logical. It was logical. She wasn't raising her tone. She was she telling wasn't. him like how it was, and he had to eat it. And I, I well, felt good well. for her. What's that? 
He ate it well. He did. Yeah. I mean, well, his heart was somewhere else. He had no no choice, right? <laughs> um, I really feel bad for Rachel. I mean, I feel like – have you ever had that person in your life where it's like they – you know they would love you till the end of time. Like, yeah, I feel like Rachel. Rachel – Yeah, I agree with that. I Like the way I saw it – I don't know if anybody else saw it like this. I think Rachel loved him the most. Like, she was the most down for him. And obviously you could tell how heartbroken she was, how devastated she was when she left. Um, but the heart wants what the heart wants, right? I mean, at the end of the day, he saw that. He saw all that emotion from her and was like, there's just something missing. It, it's it's just not there. And I've and been there's in those nothing situations. For, there's nothing wrong for Clayton doing that at all. No, there isn't. There isn't. Again, the heart wants what the heart wants. And this is his journey and he gets to choose whoever he wants to choose. But... Yeah, it just sucks. You know so I mean? think and at I, the end of the day, as the lead, you can be selfish, but you just have to be – you just have to convey your words properly and be cognizant of others' emotions. Yes, and and realize the magnitude of words like I'm in love with you, I love you, obviously sleeping with another person, like that impact, how how much that mattered um, I don't, at the end of the day. Bro, I don't know if I – Again, I'm not in the lead, so it doesn't. I'm not in the lead position, so it doesn't matter what I have to say about that. But, like, how would you have handled that? Like, would you well, have I, wanted uh, Susie to establish the boundaries prior to I going was, in the fattest? Hispanic if Susie season? was the bachelorette, or if I was the bachelor, which one? If you were the bachelor, like, would you? What Clayton was basically complaining about in their fight, like, Susie would have came up to you prior to fantasy suites and said, "Mike, just giving you a heads up, I love you." I'm in love with you, but be smart in there. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, don't do anything stupid. Don't do anything I wouldn't do. Like, if you really want this and us to work, like, I mean, basically set an ultimatum. Well, well baby, we're not giving me no ultimatums. That's for, <laughs> you ain't giving me no ultimatum. That's not happening. I'm going to make a dumb decision on my own or I'm going to make an intelligent <laughs> decision. Like, okay. Like, we're, no, uh, I would appreciate you know, uh, knowing where she stood. my ladies, you know, giving me their thoughts, where yeah. they stand at, and then allowing me to make the decision, right? No, but an ultimatum. I mean, I yeah, I appreciate it. Um, but I think with, and what I mean by double standards, I brought it up earlier on our season. We had Luke P, right? He kind of said the same thing that Susie said, but he got treated a completely different way. Mm. What That's was it? What was it that he said? He basically said, "Hannah, you." If you sleep with anybody else, I mean, that's what he said. It was the same thing. And, you know, that's what I'm asking the question about double standards. But if I was the lead and one of the ladies, Susie, let's say she was one of the ladies, had told me that, I would absolutely listen to her. And I would, but I feel like I would know that already. Like, you would have known if she was the one or not. No, I would have known if I'm sleeping with all, oh, bro, girls gonna talk, right? Yeah. They gonna talk. It's a fact, right? You, you, sh as a man, bro, you should just know that they gonna talk, and so therefore, <laughs> you don't need to be sleeping with everybody. That's just how I feel about the situation. I mean, could, and then, but I do feel this way because <laughs> this is just a funny point. If we we got to get into it, because I want to really talk to our guest. If I was one of the contestants and the lead has slept with all three, I feel bad for the other two homies because she gonna pick me. You feel me? Oh, <laughs> Next point. <laughs> no, listen, I mean, could it have been a situation where Clayton was just a horny man at that point? No, I'm, I'm not like, going to even let that enter the conversation. <laughs> I'm not going like, to let it like, He mentioned he compartmentalizes like every relationship. He did say that. Like, he did. It's like when I'm with Gabby, it's like we're together. When I'm with Susie, it's like we're together. So he, it's like he had amnesia. What happened the other two days? It's like, I'm just going to deal with her. Like but, she's my woman. But see, this is why I ask the question. When you say that, I'm thinking about, was he, is Clayton just a really nice guy doesn't know how to tell somebody no? Because I just think he was a guy that said, look, I'm going to be vulnerable. I'm going to, apparently he got the go ahead to quote unquote explore the relationships, right? So he went all in. He dove all in to every single woman that was there at the end. Which is great. Like, and which, let's be honest, production loves that. Production loves for him to be, to yeah. go after you know, and explore all those options because he is the lead. He's trying to find his love. That's what yeah. he's supposed to be doing. Yeah. It's just the verb, the, the the words that he used afterwards. I'm trying to see who I'm in love with the most. That line had me. I'll never forget that. That's, yeah. that's ingrained in my brain. And it's like, you know, you got to think with the, <laughs> the, the upstairs. The ultra cabeza. Uh, yeah, the other uh, cabeza. Um, 
You just got to think anticipation like that. You got to think in anticipation. It's like, okay, if Susie was the one and you knew that. He didn't know that. I feel. So you think he he had no idea like at that point he was that confused about all three. And then after. Some people can be confused, bro. So after he introduced Gabby and uh, Rachel to his parents. He said no. The the epiphany came to him. It was like, I just realized that I can't live without Susie. Correct. So it was at that point. Just quick question. I, I want someone to do this. And, you know, one of the listeners, if you have the time, check this out. Out of like the last five to ten leads, do they pick the person who is absolutely like head over heels for them? Like Clayton and Rachel, for example, or uh, Brandon for Michelle. Right. Do do they do the leads go away from the person that's like just stupid head over heels for them? Like overtly, like visibly seeing it because the other people can be head over heels as well. I'm sure Susie is head over heels for Clayton, but it wasn't like overtly seen. Right. Yeah. Yes. Like we said, we saw it more with Rachel. Yeah, we saw it more with that individual. So I don't want to disrespect nobody, but I really I'm pondering that. But like I said, bro, I want to speak to the homie. I got we got to bring Greg in. I want to. He's been let's get his thoughts in my a for a while. So I want to bring him in and get his thoughts. I call him Mr. 90s boy band manager. Let's do it. Families have a lot going on. Let Ollie help manage the mental load with new cognitive health supplements for everyone four and up, like delicious Lolly Focus Pops or Lolly Mellow Pops for kids. And for parents, try three new Brainy Chews to help you focus, chill out, or get energized. Find these cognitive health buddies for the whole fam at Ollie.com. That's O L L Y.com. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. What's up, Greg? It's been a minute, man. How you been? Been a long time. What's going on? Hey, Not man. Too bad. <laughs> Greg's good so to, calm. Good to see he's you. A, Greg's in a great place right now, I feel like. He's just, <laughs> hey, I'm chilling. I am. I'm at my mom's house right now. I'm just chilling. Okay. Nice. Not talking like about mom's house. Yeah, talking about mom's house, where, where you are right now. Uh, yeah, know, I'm in uh, Edison, New Jersey right now. New Jersey. That's where you're from originally? Yeah, born and raised. Nice. nice. You're out in L.A. now? You live out with Andrew, right? <laughs> No, no. Andrew, <laughs> Andrew was hyping that uh, a lot. I mean, we, we were testing at the waters out there in L.A. Um, so, wait, you guys are not roommates? No, no. You know what? As of right now, no. But we did live together for that month. Um, okay. And, uh, I mean, I love living with him. And then he just came and spent uh, two weeks with me in New York. Um, but he has a lot going on right now. He's doing Bachelor Live on stage. He just accepted a guy. Uh, a coach to be um, a f- assistant coach in Chicago. So, like, he has a lot going on. Nice. nice. Yeah. Congratulations to him. Yeah. Definitely so. Uh, we want to get into you, though, Greg. It's been forever since we've seen you mm-hmm. on. I know in the past I've called you, like, the 90s guy. You just give me – you should have been on every 90s show. I just feel like – I think I've told you that in person a couple times as well. Uh, but definitely happy to have you here. We're going to talk about Clayton's episode. We have to. This week was a wild one. Uh but we want to get to know a bit about you, just your time on a bachelorette and what you went through. Uh, so just starting off, why did you even go on the show? Like, oh, man. You know, um, <clears throat> my sister uh, submitted me Samantha um, about four years ago. I first got a call for Becca Kufrin's season. Um, I was young as hell then. And oh, where you <clears throat> I think I was 23. Oh, okay. And yeah. um I was in my acting studio studio at that point and they gave me a call. It was like my first month of school. Um, and I thought it was a prank that my buddies were pulling at first. And I just like told them, like, I like, told them right off the bat, I'm like, I'm way too young for this. I'm not in a place to be like getting engaged right now. Um, just kept in contact with the casting director. She kept on calling me about each and every year. Um, it got to Claire's point and COVID hit. Then they called me back for Katie's and then there I was. Nice. And I feel like you were one of the more polarizing guys on that season. What was life like? What's that? If you want to call it that. Yeah. (laughs) What was like, uh, what was life like immediately after your time on the show? I mean, I had my ups and downs. Um, You know, it was, uh, it had moments when it was cool, but I do like, you know, as I get older and age, like I am discovering, I feel like I am a little bit more of an introvert um, with people I, I guess necessarily don't know. Um, you know, I, uh, 
I definitely am more reserved um, in social settings. And until you like you like until like I'm like with my boys or people like I really like know, then like that's side of like my extrovert side comes out. But, you know, it was a little bit weird, you know, because I felt I feel like sometimes you kind of have to like put it like on a show for people, you know, they kind of want to act you to act mm-hmm. like in a certain way. And like if you don't act that way, people will like be walking away like saying I'm a dick or something. Are you like, like fans? Yeah. yeah, a little bit like that. You know, it's just uh, that was tough. Um, you know, of, of course, just like if I'm like standing in a bar, like I've gotten this my whole entire life that like I had like this sad boy look. So like even like all throughout like college, like people would like always be like, you know, what's wrong at a party? And I'd be like, shit. Well, I don't nothing. Like I'm chilling. <laughs> I'm, just, I'm good. Like, do they expect you to have like this huge smile on your face 24 seven or something or, I, you know, I'm not too sure. I mean, I appreciate it. Like people are like asking like genuinely, like something's wrong, but like most of the time there's not. Do you have any uh, example that you could think of to where a fan uh, encounter that you had to where they asked you something just completely off the wall? Um, man, uh, you know, I, I don't think it's as much as what they asked me is like when, immediately when I was off the show, I think um, what I had trouble with was like, if like, you know, Andrew and I and the guys were like at a bar, I feel like fans, sometimes they can like get like a little handsy and like sometimes I just like didn't feel comfortable with it. <clears throat> um and like i think that was like the hardest part of it it's just like being in like a social setting and just like you know people just like you know feeling entitled to like grab you or something that you, why is that can you elaborate on that because as, as a man we don't <laughs> get to hear that side i would love it if you can elaborate on that yeah i mean you know it's at times like granted like yeah i know we were on the show and like um and i it also i mean i've had like discussions with like andrew and like the guys like you know, I feel like there's some people that like immediately like go off the show and like there's like this thing where like people like call it fame. Like I don't think it's fame. Like it's not like we're like, you know, NFL players or anything. Like yeah. I consider us, yes, like maybe like we're popular in the social setting, but it's not like this like we're not like Harry Styles or something. Correct. Correct. You know, so like I, like it's not like I can like go to like any club I want and like cut the line. So I'm Correct. just like I'm trying to go back to my everyday life and go to the damn bar and like chill in the corner. So, like, when we do stuff like that, it's either, like, sometimes, like, people come up and, like, we'll try to, like, be as approachable as possible. And, like, you know, we always appreciate when people, like, you know, come up and introduce themselves. But, like, some at some point, like, you know, when, like, the night goes on, there are people that definitely, like, get handsy and, like, try to, like, you know, fall all over you. And it's just, it gets to be a lot sometimes. I totally feel that because I remember, like... Would they do that to like a Leonardo DiCaprio? I feel like that would not happen, right? Right. But yeah, for reality yeah. stars or you know people on reality TV, I feel like maybe they watch your journey and they feel more re- relatable to you or something like that, and they just feel like they can come up. Like I remember at a Dallas Mavericks game, somebody literally just jumped in front of Rachel and like, "Oh my God, Rachel Lindsay!" And it's like, "Yeah, I can only lady, imagine." Like, calm everybody. down. Like, yeah. we don't know you. Like, you can't just put your hands on people like right. that. So I'm sure yeah. that's happened. Yeah. No, I love sure. that you said that, man. I, I think that I've spoken about this before in a podcast to where women can be extremely handsy as well towards men, but I'm glad you said that. So I thank you because it doesn't get brought up a lot. Uh, and then you were mentioning just, hey, sometimes you just want to go to the bar and just, you know, kick it in the corner. So let me ask you about, man, after the show, you were spotted out with Bree, right? Bree Springs. And yeah. that was a, a huge moment in time. How has your like dating life been? since because you now you know you get noticed uh that was a big thing right there how's that for you yeah i mean i think that put into perspective right away yeah. about what dating life would be like like after the show i mean granted it's you know it's not going to be like that for the rest of my life you know i granted yeah. just like you know when everyone gets off like i understand it's like when you're relative um and, and relevant it's just it's just um i think with people's intentions you know it's like with like the DMs, like I don't really check my DMs like that. Um, and it, it was tough because, you know, it's not like you could go on like these dating apps and uh, mm-hmm. and like feel like, you know, it, it's hard not to feel like you're going to get recognized on like these dating apps and like or screenshotted and like put on TikTok or something, you know. It's it just with like receipts nowadays, it's like, Jesus. Cloud chasers. Um, yes. Yeah. <laughs> but, um, you know, definitely um, – I, I went on a couple dates through friends of friends. Um, I kept it relatively like low key on that end and dating front. And yeah. I'm glad that you're here, Greg, because 
uh, you're saying everything that be on my mind is like a, a, another single guy. Are you dating right now? Yeah, you know what? I uh, am. I um, found someone that I've been dating. Uh, she lives in Paris, though. So uh-huh. long distance. Up. Okay. Yeah, it's it's been tough. You know, there's a six hour time difference. Yeah. Uh, I wouldn't necessarily recommend it to anyone. Um, <laughs> <but> <laughs> Don't recommend it. How, how hard it is. But you know what? I'm uh, I'm a sucker when it comes to like you know what when you find like a good woman, it's it's you know sometimes you do crazy things, and um, I've been trying to work it out. I'm not saying it's the easiest thing in the world, but I've been giving it a shot just because you know she uh, she's a really good person. And what does nice a, a good woman uh, look like to Greg Rippo? Like, what what are the qualities about her that, you know, make you want to be exclusive with her? You know, I th- I think it's different for every, everyone. You know, I uh, for me, I I'm at a time in my life where I really don't like going out that much, um, and I want to be able to kick with someone and I want to be able to have fun. And I think the most important thing of what I found with dating is. I want to be able to compliment one of each other. I don't want to rely on another person. Um, I want her to make me better in different aspects and vice versa. I want us to learn, grow every single day. Um, And I feel like that's rare to come by sometimes. Definitely is. Uh, This is my last question on that, man. Since we won't be able to see you in paradise, uh, you know, because it's going to be a lot of ladies that are going to be sad about that. Everyone loves loves the locks that you have in that nice. 90s boy feel. Uh, <laughs> who who in the 90s are you talking about? I don't know. Greg just gives me 90s. Like he's like <laughs> when I think of the 90s I I can literally see Greg's face right there. Put out a denim jacket on him and I'm like there you go. Like, like, uh, like, like a like a Zach Morris like from the 90s. I, I like, literally you can't pinpoint a certain individual. I just see him there. Like okay. I see him being if I was a, a casting director and I needed a male lead, I'm picking Greg. <laughs> like I don't know how else to say that. that he doesn't gotcha. remind me of the, one in the person. Nineties heartthrob. Gotcha. Okay. Definitely. But Greg, man, you are are you still living in New York? Are you in Jersey today with your mom, or where are you at? Yeah, you know, um, <clears throat> I'm back and forth all the time. Um, okay. But you know, it's I don't even know what to call my base if it's Jersey or New York. But I mean, I have an apartment in New York in Hell's Kitchen. Um, but I'm here in Jersey. I spend half the time with my mom. Okay. How often do you go to Paris? Uh, like I said, it's tough, you know, um, I've been there only once and okay. we haven't seen each other now for a little over a month now. So, you know, it's definitely tough on that end. A lot of, a lot of FaceTime, I imagine. Yeah, for sure. For sure. For sure. Yeah, definitely. So, well, hoping the best for you, homie, on that yeah, front. Absolutely. Appreciate that. Appreciate if you that. need like a travel buddy to go to Paris with you, I got you. Like, I got hell a passport. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he said, hell yeah, let's go. <laughs> let's go. Uh, what, so we told, you told us a little bit about Andrew, what, you know, he just got a position in coaching, which is phenomenal. <clears throat> what is something that you're working on, something that, you know, you've been working on lately? You know, I'm really, um, <clears throat> you know, I said on the show that, uh, um, my dad passed of cancer. I really, um, Sorry you know, to hear that. no, I appreciate it. But my, the closest guys I'm with is Mike P Justin and Andrew. Um, we've really been focusing on trying somehow, some way to, you know, with the platform that we received, like to give back somehow. Um, I really want to start a charity in my father's name somehow, some way in this next year. Um, I have other goals in mind that I keep close to my chest, but I think my biggest one is starting a charity in my dad's name. I love that. And uh, very cool, very cool. Can you speak more on that? Uh, the, the, how your father passed? It was cancer, right? Because that's amazing. Yeah, yeah. He had uh, liver cancer. He battled it for about uh, nine to ten months. Wow. Um, went through uh, different diets with him. We we went the whole uh, holistic route with him. Okay, the holistic mm-hmm. route. How was that? How did he receive that? Was he okay with that? Yeah, you know, the doctor didn't give him much time. Um, yeah. The doctor kind of like came in right off the bat. Um, he was just like, he has maybe a three weeks left. Um, oh, and then, God. you know, we did a lot of research. You know, I was reading up on stuff as much as I can. Um, and we like completely like went vegan with him. All I was doing was like going on a juicing diet with him um, and like other holistic remedies. But yeah, it was, it was, it was tough, but he, he was definitely a fighter throughout it. And how did he handle all that stuff? Like, did you see any improvement at the time? Because, I mean, that that interests me a lot. Like, mm-hmm. people that actually go away from, let's say, a chemotherapy yeah. and go that route, you know, where they just go all natural <clears throat> and, and try to beat it a holistic way. 
Yeah, you know, um, his tumor right off the bat, it actually started shrinking in size. You know, wow. he was off his he was off his pain meds. Um, but you know, the thing thing with my dad is, you know, he started losing a little bit of weight, and he it started. Uh, I feel like getting to him a little bit just mentally. Um, I feel like you know, mind over matter is one of the most important things when you're battling something like cancer. Yeah. Um, and uh, it just got too strong for him, and like he just couldn't fight it off. I'm sorry to hear that. I think that uh, one of the things I love the most about this platform that we have uh, is the good that we can do. And so for you, Justin, Andrew, uh, Mike, Mike P, to be trying to come up with something is just an amazing thing right there. So, you know, shout out to y'all. If I can help anyway, like legit hit me up. Um, I know that I read somewhere your parents were married for 35 years. Is that right? Yeah. Yeah. Like, amazing. That's, that's dope. Long time. Yeah. They set the bar high for me for sure. You know, I, I woke up when I was about 10 years old. Um, I'll never forget. He would always, every single Sunday, bring, you know, pastries home from the bakery and he'd just be spinning my mom around like in the kitchen dancing with her. So like they definitely had such a fun <laughs> love and definitely uh, set the bar high for me. And what did you learn? Like what else did you learn from watching them and just their love story? You know, up? I think that like you guys can just like never stop growing. Um, yeah. I feel like they just went through so many stages of life together. Um, what was what was really like fun, in my opinion, is that they would always travel nonstop. They wouldn't necessarily bring me, but they they, <laughs> they yeah. I, 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 I love, looking back <laughs> on it, I mean, damn, they they deserve it. You know, after like raising four kids, like go have your like two weeks in like Ireland or something. They yeah. they would do so so much fun like you know things together. So awesome. always date. Well, yeah. Yes. Travel, so, date. Yep. Yeah. So you mentioned like they set the bar high, which 35 years and counting, of course, you know, they're definitely setting the bar yeah. high. What are some things? Are you like when you date, if you see a red flag, do you immediately pull back or are you try to work through <laughs> it? How are you when it comes to dating in that regard? Because your parents like are amazing. Yeah. You know, um, I definitely have gone through different stages um in dating i feel like on my younger years if i saw a red flag i feel like i would have just been out immediately but now i definitely feel like i have more patience at this day and age um you know i definitely date with intent now and if something does come up you know it's and i mean a lot of self-reflection will do this to you i mean nobody's perfect so like everyone i feel like has like different red flags and other people's opinions so like it's just it's just working through it at the end of the day and did you um Obviously, having the great model in your parents, did mm -hmm. you talk to them often, you know, whenever you had a situation with a woman uh, in your dating life? You know, not so much my dad, but my mom, yeah. Um, yeah. My, my dad was, like, really more of, like, the coach in my life. And, like, we never crossed that barrier where it was, like, more of, like, my emotional life. But my mom would always be the one who, like, I told everything to. Gotcha. It's mm -hmm. interesting. Yeah. Is, is, is that relationship stronger now? Yeah. Yeah. You know, I wouldn't have been able to gone through what I went through if it wasn't for her. And I feel like vice versa. I mean, you know, I still come home, you know, um, three times a week because of her. You know, we're just so close. We're close knit in that aspect. And we bring each other up in a lot of ways. Yeah. Um, and family's most important thing to me. So I just feel like, I, you know, I know she's always got my back. So I always wanted to be there for her. Love that, man. Look, you, you winning some fans over. I'm telling you that right now. <laughs> like they, were, they weren't already in love with you. They definitely going to be in love with you now, man. Uh, and talking about the fans, have you been watching Clayton's season? Yeah, yeah. I, yeah, I've, I've watched last, uh, this week's episode, yeah. Uh, definitely, man. We know that you're no stranger to controversial endings, right? Uh, right. With your time with Katie. What advice would you give to Clayton and all the things that he's dealing with, with this aftermath that he'll have? Yeah. Um, you know, it's a good time to, you know, be surrounded by the ones that you love. Um, and, you know, I'm sure he's doing a lot of self-reflecting. I'm sure, you know, he's facing, you know, I, I see it like online, he's facing, you know, a lot of controversy and, and, you know, and he's getting held accountable for, things that he's saying and doing in this in these episodes but you know I, I would think the biggest thing is just you know reflecting on how you can be better you know us as in people and individuals you know we can always grow and you know i hope that he can just like take this time to just you know grow as just like a human being 
you know, it's just the most important thing right now. You know, we can all just do better in different ways. Yeah. And speaking of the controversial endings, I mean, you obviously had a significant, you know, blowout fight or whatnot, as did Clayton. And Clayton's actually been accused of gaslighting, which is a word that we've seen thrown around a lot nowadays. And we saw you being accused of the same thing uh, after the final rose. Uh, What have you learned from that experience and how do you compare and contrast what you and Clayton both went through? All I know is that in this time that they're in right now, you know, when it comes to that bottom three stage, you know, emotions are completely high through the roof. And sometimes your emotions get the best of you. And I don't, you know, for me, that was when I watched it the first time before I went on stage with her, um, I really didn't see it through her eyes. And after I saw how upset she was, and then I, when I watched it live, you know, with the viewers, like it, it wasn't just because everyone was getting on me when it was happening live with me. And like, after I was trying to understand what point of view she was coming from, I was really upset watching it and like trying to see it through her eyes. And I think the most important thing is for him to just like, in order to self-reflect, you have to, I think, put yourself in someone else's shoes sometimes. I think that's the most important thing for him to do. Dude, <laughs> that was we were just talking brilliant. about that. <laughs> yeah, we just we really were. That was brilliant, Greg. Like I, awesome. I love that right there. <laughs> um, seriously, I think this show does a great job of uh, if you allow it, allow us to grow as just human yeah. beings, right? I, I don't. I feel like that's not what gets the clickbait, right? Oh, look how awesome Greg is. Uh, he's been great the entire time, but now he we get to see every single thing about it, right? Uh, but what gets the clickbait, sadly, is you know the no, other course, shit, yeah. right? And so I didn't know you prior to you know I met you like once or twice now, and I our encounters have always been great. But that response right there, man, was just amazing right there. I I, I think that you have wonderful things coming to you in your future, and hopefully you get to see this Paris girl again. Yeah, yeah, you know I I hope so. Um, you know, you never know, but we'll see. Um, she's a great girl. So I'm definitely uh, trying to be optimistic about it all. Nice. Speaking of girls, man, what, what is this, uh, whole Grippo girls situation? (laughs) Like, what, what is that about? Like, when did you first learn about it? What does it mean to you? Talk to us about that. Um, I just gotta say it's pretty flattering. Um, you know, just to have people like that support you in general, you know, it's, it's been such like, uh, lift up for me in my life um to have like people like that in my corner that like believe in you and all and just like you know want to see you succeed um it's definitely helped me through the hardest times of my life throughout this all um and you know i first learned about it i think uh midsummer um in the midst of katie season and i felt like um i felt like it was like a joke at first but then i feel like people like <laughs> turned it into like something serious but it, it's been fun I've been having it's been it's been fun to just like get to know the fans and having that support. Shout Do out you? to the Grippo girls, man. Nice. Yeah, shout, shout out to the Grippo girls. <laughs> Create some merch right quick. It'll sell out on the first day. Um, I have to ask, you know, talking about the girls, we know that you are a taken man, uh, but with Justin, Mike, Andrew, who would they want to see in paradise? Um <clears throat> you know, Andrew, um, he hasn't been shy of vocalizing, um, okay. you know, who caught his eye right off the bat. And, you know, Teddy definitely caught his eye, um, you know, immediately the moment that she was on. Um, I could tell you that, like, his attraction with her is there. So I'm definitely excited to see if, you know, something sparks there in paradise between them. And then you also nice. never know, you know, when you meet someone in person, it can be totally different. So, you know, oh, you never yeah, know. Sure, sure. At the end of the day. But, um, yeah, I mean Justin. Uh, Justin's a different one as well. You know, he uh, he he's he's a picky guy, and I'm really interested <laughs> to see. I'm I'm interested to see who Justin would end up with. You know, it's definitely somebody with a lot of energy uh, with, for Justin. So, somebody that could definitely match his energy. Wait, does Justin have more energy than Andrew? You know, they they have. I no no. He said I no. He said no because I've been around Andrew. That boy is wild. He's like yeah. No, he is <laughs> actually he is, he is wild. Um, yeah. I think Justin's a little grow a grade below him in terms of energy, but uh, <laughs> still still up there. Yeah, and Mike. Yeah. Um, you know, I, I don't think Mike would go on unless he truly sees someone. Uh, um, you know, I agree with you there. 
Yeah. Who would that person be, though, for him? Did somebody tell us this the other day? What? Oh, like just somebody with with his same values and things like that? Exactly. Yeah. I, I want to know who the, a name of who it would be, though. Yeah, you know, I I, th- I I know Mike's still looking. So there there isn't anyone that's set in stone right now. I know he's still looking. Um, I guess we'll see. Do you feel, Greg, that what's the etiquette in your idea? Like, I know what my thoughts are on etiquette when it comes to potentially going to paradise and then like hitting the hitting her up in the DM or should you wait? Like what is Greg's etiquette if that were to if you were to go? Like we know you're not going, but like if you were, would you hit her up prior to and knowing you're going to be on paradise or how does that go for you? No, absolutely not. I wouldn't hit up anybody. Um I think that good idea. I, 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 I yeah, and also that also like what happened. Yeah. Like, throughout, you like, already saw the disaster that that turned into paradise. But you, um, I, I think I, I truly just believe, you know, some of the best things in life, you know, come organically. So like I, I and I really just like I feel like putting, you know, your, your a feel out there on a DM uh, squashes that in a way. Um, and I feel like the spontaneity and just like something organic. Um, it's it would make that much more of a connection. Um, so I would just, you know, if anybody's going to go, just go see what happens. Do you think that, uh, Andrew should have listened to that piece of advice when he DM, uh, Teddy, (laughs) did he DM Teddy? I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) That's what's been going around, I guess. (laughs) Um, geez, I don't know. He said, Oh, geez. I don't know. He got red for a second. Oh, geez. I don't know. (laughs) That's too funny. So Greg, what, like at the end of the day, what did you like? What's the overall learning experience? Like, what did you learn from the show at the end of the day? Like looking back, you know, I think, um, you know, what, especially like this week, especially like stuff that's just like happening personally with like, you know, uh, either whether it's like a friend or family, you know, I, I think I'm really understanding as easy as this may sound is just that you just can't please everyone. I think that was hard for me to understand uh, right off the bat, you know, immediately, even just like my first couple episodes, it was hard <laughs> to just like receive criticism just like right off. The, and I feel like I didn't even do anything at that point. It, it just even when it comes to that, just do what makes you happy. You know, you're not going to please everyone and you just have to be OK with that. I 1000 percent agree. Uh, man, I, I, you know, we have on our episode, we drop a gym on every yeah. episode. I think that might have been your gym right there. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I'm, okay, glad, cool. I'm glad I could drop a gem. <laughs> said, okay, cool. Like, seriously, that's one of the hard... I was talking to my friend of mine. I would, you know, love your advice on this to my friend and everyone out there. He was asking, Mike, uh, he has an opportunity to go on a reality show, kind of similar to The Bachelor when it comes to dating. And we had a very honest and candid conversation. My thing was, hey, if you can't... Like, the, the mental health aspect, like, if it's not... If you feel like you can't deal with that or do not want to deal with that, I say don't do it, right? Yeah. Um, for you, what would you say to people that say, hey, Greg, you know, I have an opportunity. It's a freaking awesome opportunity. Should I do it or not? What would you say that the three questions they should ask themselves are? If it's if it's for The Bachelor specifically? Just in any reality love show. Yeah, I mean, I would definitely ask them, you know, are you in a place just to date in general? Um, are you happy with your life? Um, and do the pros outweigh the cons in your opinion on going on? Uh, I mean, for me, I feel like if anything, not going on Claire's season, cause I was initially going to go on and taking a step back and having an extra year helps me so much because just at the time when I was 26, I thought I was ready for something like this. And I, I'm a little, I'm, I would have been worried looking back on it, me, you know, experiencing that at 26 as opposed to 27, just like how far you can just leap in a year. Um, what did you learn about yourself in that year? You know, I think it was, um, it it was still just going through, um, the grief of my father in a sense as well. Um, and you know, I, I held a lot of guilt, um, moving out from home. Um, just because everyone had, I'm the youngest of four and everyone has, you know, children now and their wives or husbands. And, um, it was hard for me to move out, but I, I, I know, you know, the type of life I want to live. And I know, like, I want to, 
you know, you know, be engaged and hopefully the next few years, I know in order for me to do that, I had to move out of my mom's house. Um, okay. so th- it was, it was a hard leap for me to make, but, um, just like I was saying before, you know, you got to do things that make you happy. When you say you feel I completely agree there, uh, that mm-hmm. kind of went into our hot take earlier that Brian and I had before you came on, man, mm-hmm. when we were talking about, uh, as being the lead, how, how selfish can one be? And I think our answer, Brian and I was like, you have to be happy at the end of the day, but at the same time, be cognizant of others' emotions. Uh, right. You said you had some guilt when you moved out. Uh, what year was that? Um, so I moved out. It wasn't this past November. So I'm going on about a year and a half now. So it's 2020? Um, 2020, yeah. Okay. So that's Okay. So you are you saying you held, you held guilt because for your mom and like yeah, after your dad's yeah, passing? I felt, okay. I felt like in a way like you know, it was like I was almost abandoning her in a way gotcha. when it when it sense all I was really trying to do was just grow. But it was hard for me to really not feel like I was abandoning her in a way. Uh, I, yeah. My cousins and I talk about that often. Yeah. Uh, often which which what brings me back, you know, you know, every uh, every other day. Definitely. And Greg, I mean, uh, you mentioned siblings all married with kids. Yeah. So mm-hmm. you're the only one. Not married yeah. with kids. So do they ever give you like any ribbing? Like, hey, when are you going to get married? Because I know that comes a lot from family members sometimes. Yeah, you know, um, I they, they don't pressure me in any way. But I definitely sometimes, you know, subconsciously, I feel like do feel the pressure in a way. Because, you know, when I have children, I want them to be able to grow up with my... Oh, Jesus, I just fell. Um, grow up with like my nieces <laughs> and nephews. Yeah. Um, and like I feel like they're just going to be in high school, my nieces and nephews. And like mine will just be like I don't know maybe five years old getting their butts whipped. Hey, yeah. Same bro, same on yeah. the same boat right there. Uh, gotta let you. I gotta ask this before I let you go. Uh, is there anything that you wish the audience got to know about you while you run the show? Um, you know, I I definitely I feel like my funny side wasn't shown as much. Um, and like I understand that because like most of my moments, um, on the show, especially with Katie at the time, you know, I fe- definitely felt like really insecure. Um, but I wish, you know, sometimes my funnier side with like the guys and our friendship, uh, definitely was shown more, but I feel like people are starting to learn that now yeah, as like, they like, as they follow us and like understand that more. And one last little T T note here. Um, any thoughts on the 12 days of messy as seen by Katie Thurston? Any Um, thoughts on that? No, you know, she... I know it was like more of like a joke in her in her eyes, um, but it was definitely maybe opening up some old wounds for some. Um, you know, I, I'm happy for her though. You know, she found something with John, so good for her. She definitely did. Uh, mm-hmm. I saw her the other day, her and John, and I was just happy for him. Her and my sister, yeah. they had a little drink together, so I was like, hey, cool. <laughs> for sure, for sure. Definitely, man. Well, I appreciate having you. Uh, can't wait yeah. to see what. Uh, you, Mike, uh, Justin, uh, Andrew, do with uh, the foundation. Sure, I think yeah. that's a, an amazing Appreciate thing. That, guys. Uh, Thank you. for you know, nothing but greatness out of Paris. I refuse to never go. I refuse to go back unless I got somebody with me because that freaking city is just like a relationship zone. <laughs> Sad <laughs> really? by yourself. <laughs> uh, really so you know, <laughs> hoping the best yeah. for you there, man. And uh, hit me up Appreciate if you can, you if I can help you in any way. Yeah, Thank you, man. man. Appreciate that. Thanks, guys. All right, Greg. Take care, buddy. Yo, Brian, I love so many points that Greg brought up that we haven't even spoke about on Talking It Out. One of the first ones being that he gets, you know, women grab up on him, right? That's a conversation that we haven't had yet. And it happens so much. It's so annoying. And I'm glad that he. I'm sure it happens to you. Hasn't it happened to you at some point? Yeah, but we're talking about Greg here. (laughs) Like, yeah, women grab things and be like, I'm like, yo. You just can't grab my Mr. Johnson. You, you like that. literally just assaulted me. Like, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like it happens. It's like, come on now. But he seems to be in such a tranquility. Yeah, like, he's very chill. From he's what very it chill, very like. calm. It sounds as if he's he's grown so much with after the passing of his father, rest in peace, uh, to yeah, moving out man, of, of his mom's house to just his time on the show and how he was, um, you know, what he had to deal with the aftermath. I I loved having him on. How about you? Absolutely. And just just the way he described about the type of woman that he wants, where he at, yeah. where he's at as far as a stage in his life. He kind of just wants to chill. He's not, you know, trying to be out there on the scene and, you know, be all out there. So 
you know, the guy just wants to it seems like he just wants to live his life. He's in a relationship now, so unfortunately the ladies won't see him at Paradise. You know, anything stay, can happen, but I'm about to say anything can happen, but they won't be seeing him at Paradise. I I then he brought up another great point, man. Like we and this is hard for me because we uh, so many people say so many negative things about the show. We just had uh Shanae on last week, right? You know how many DMs I got? Oh my god. That were like just the most ruthless things. Yeah. And, yeah. you know, what we're doing is a good thing, allowing people to talk. And we hear from the horse's mouth, so there's no rumors, right? And so, yeah. like Greg was saying, just the mental health aspect, right, of coming off of the show and just the things you have to deal with. He said if it wasn't for his mom, you know, she was everything for him in that time. And so I think that's just something that we need to actually pay attention to. 1,000%, man. And, I mean, not only for Greg, obviously he went through a lot during his season, but, I mean, giving grace to the four people that – Mm-hmm. We're going through this on this show. Susie, yeah. Clayton, uh, Gabby, Gabby Rachel. and Rachel. I mean, yeah. all of them must have some type of like PTSD because what they went through, that was crazy. Well, I think and that Clayton I just, spoke about it. I just hope that, you know, people, yeah, Clayton was talking about people sending him death threats in the DM. And I think it's just despicable. You know what I'm saying? Like, these are human beings. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. they're flawed, just like every single one of us. Nobody's perfect. And, you know they're just doing the best they can, and they you know, not to not to go at them. You know you might disagree with some of the things and decisions that Clayton made, or whatever the case, the way he spoke to Susie, whatever it is. But at the end of the day, you know they all have good hearts and are good people, in my opinion. So uh, definitely, so uh, Clayton is a great individual, Greg. The the ladies are as well, and like Greg said to anyone listening, just he didn't say it specifically. He said you know be around family, be around loved ones. That's where it's at. Be around yeah. loved ones. Be around love. If you love trees, go hug a tree. Yes, I said no. that. <laughs> those are those are the those are the the true opinions that matter, right? Definitely so. I mean, but not man, the, he, the faceless troll. <laughs> not the faceless trolls. Uh, Greg dropped some gems. Brian, what's your gem for today? Man, I actually saved this the other day because just so happened to kind of tie in. It may be off, but it may be on. I don't know. So here's here's how it goes. A disagreement with a toxic partner will will turn into an argument that turns into a bigger problem. A disagreement with a divine partner will turn into a conversation that will lead to change Mm. behavior or solution. It's important that you know the difference. Preach, my brother. Preach. (laughs) You know, we don't know where Clayton is right now, but... You know, I guess that'll that that's that's definitely may apply here. So we'll see. <laughs> you opened up a can of worms with that one right <laughs> there, my brother. Like, oh my god! You know how many conversations as of late that I've had uh, with some some friends of mine in regards to just do you want to be in a relationship to where you can't tell your partner a thought that crossed your mind, or do you want to be in a relationship to where tell many you know you know off the back if you have a thought that she or he's not going to like you can't say it no you want to be able to be as open as possible with your partner like your partner should be the person that you can tell anything to i agree with that it's just something that i think that sometimes we need reassurance and we need to hear again a lot of things in life we know but sometimes we need to be reminded of those things and uh so we're going yours we're going to talk about that's a whole episode like don't (laughs) that's the entire episode uh my my gem of the day though is it's simple. The things that you desire in life, it truly is simple, but know that it's not easy, right? It's simple. Your body, Brian, you know, is phenomenal, right? I think it's phenomenal. And I that, bro. it's not easy to do, but it's simple to follow, right? You could text me right now offline, Mike, this is exactly what I did, right? Am I going to do it or not? And I think a lot of people need to give themselves grace, but at the same time, take action. We always talk about giving grace. I want to talk about giving, taking action as well. Most of the things that we want, we could literally Google how to do. That's the time and that's the day and age that we live in. Give yourself grace, but also, baby, I need you to know you got to take action. Yeah, massive action. I always go back to Tony Robbins. He's like, you got to take massive action. If you want something, you have have to to. take massive action and just go for it. And enjoy the journey, right? I mean, it's not going to happen overnight. You know, nothing easy. Is going to happen overnight. You just got to take it day by day and just work for it. And, you know, you fast forward a year down the line, you look back, you're going to see so much growth. And the only way that we're going to grow is by uh, 
it, it, we are going to change. We're going to become a different person. We are. Like if you, yeah. if I want to get your body, I'm not going to be going out. It's just what it is. Yeah. Or the, the alcohol. The alcohol is important, or See. lack thereof. See. <laughs> Absolutely. All right, guys. Well, we hope you enjoyed this episode. We appreciate you all. We love you all. Thank you for listening. Thank you. Thank you for giving us all your opinions and your thoughts on the episodes. We absolutely appreciate each and every one of you. And before I pass it over to Mike, I got to remind you guys once again, you guys could find the love of your life because The Bachelor and The Bachelorette are casting right now. So you got to go to bachelornation.com forward slash apply. That's bachelornation.com forward slash apply. Take a chance, everybody. Take a chance at love. You never know what can happen. You could find the love of your life or you could end up on the beaches of paradise. You never know. Something good's going to happen, though. Like Brian said, you might find your love. You never know. So go ahead, give it a try. Uh, but thank you so much. We love y'all. We listen to your DMs. We look at the comments. The, we see the likes. Uh, message us on social at Talking Out B as in Bachelor in as a Nation on IG. And keep listening to us on the Odyssey app, uh, Apple Podcasts, or where you're listening to right now. And babe, you already know, don't hit me up no more until you hit that subscribe. Love y'all.